0: Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com.
1: Today's January 5th, 2024. I'm Lenny Feldman, Managing Partner with the law firm of Sandler, Travis, and Rosenberg, PA. Today's discussion, the Customs Mod Squad, is at it again. Just before the holidays, Senators Cassidy and White House introduced their bill said to bring U.S. customs laws into the 21st century to stop illicit trade. As expected, it's chock full of enforcement provisions against U.S. companies with just a nod given to facilitation to be addressed at a later date. No doubt, the trade community largely seems to be voicing concern and discontent. So what does the proposed law do and not do? As a threshold consideration, the bill continues to allow parties outside of U.S. jurisdiction in any country abroad, including China, Russia, and the like, to serve as non-resident importers. This is the case, although they, in turn, do not grant U.S. entities such reciprocity to serve as non-resident importers, the way Canada does, or are not mutually recognized under a partnership program, the way the EU is. If self-filing entries, these same non-regulatable entities are granted access to CBP's automated commercial environment. So the enforcement is focused on U.S. but not foreign entities who still are granted the same import privileges. Further, advanced information and data is envisioned to facilitate cargo processing, reduce data redundancies, and resolve requests for additional information prior to cargo departure or arrival. However, parties misfiling such advanced data could face penalties for first-time and repeat violations of $5,000 and $10,000, respectively. Also, the proposed language strips away any consideration as urged by the trade community to limit redelivery of merchandise to situations involving an identified actual health or safety risk. For de minimis transactions less than $800, the law enables CBP to request additional documentation or information, but doesn't set forth any solid requirements for the data nor restrict who has the right to make entry. Also, while advanced information is recognized for de minimis transactions, it includes a nonsensical penalty at three times the duty applicable to the article. Let's see. Isn't most of this merchandise conditionally duty-free anyway? Okay, there could be Section 301 tariffs, but the average de minimis shipment is only valued at $50. The proposal does enable CBP to summarily forfeit de minimis import or export seizures, foregoing the fuller administrative process with CBP to contest such actions. Most concerning, the bill Fails to mention and maintain the middle civil penalty level of gross negligence, ratcheting it up to fraud and eviscerating the right for importers accused of fraud to be heard administratively through the CBP penalty process. In such cases, CBP can go directly to court. Additionally, it expands CBP penalties to exports that allegedly violate other agency laws, considered an alternative to seizure. Finally, the bill adopts language that CBP did not seem to advocate for the public disclosure of manifest information for all modes of transportation. This would appear to identify the foreign seller or exporter and U.S. buyer or importer, and only certain designated personal information would remain confidential. Is this a 21st century piece of customs legislation to stop illicit trade? Looks like the Mod Squad certainly will have its work cut out for them through upcoming deliberations with the trade community.
0: With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world.